Hey, Prime members, you can listen to Ion Veterans ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the app today. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. If you're constantly on the hunt for a good deal, then you need Rakuten. Rakuten is the smartest way to save money when you shop because members get cash back at over 3,500 stores across every category, including fashion, beauty, electronics, home essentials, traveling, dining, and more. You're already shopping at your favorite stores. Why not save while you're doing it? It's a no-brainer. Get the Rakuten app now and join the 17 million members who are already saving. Cashback rates change daily. See Rakuten.com for details. That's R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Your cashback really adds up. This is Ion Veterans Weekend, a roundup of the week's most important stories affecting those who served. Presented by University of Maryland Global Campus. There are nearly 20 million, 20 million military, military veterans, veterans in, in the U.S. Each week, we focus on their stories. Powered by ConnectingVets.com. This, this is CBS Eye on Veterans. Eye on Veterans. Welcome to another edition of CBS Eye on Veterans. I'm Navy veteran Phil Briggs. Now, on this week's episode, we're going to meet one of the most interesting Army veterans I've ever met. As a Tier 1 Special Operations soldier, Pat McNamara was part of one of the most elite teams in the country for over a decade. This weapons expert went on missions so covert, few people in the military even know what his unit did. His book, The Sentinel, offers a glimpse at some of those military assignments. I descended from skyscrapers, ran through breach points consumed by fire, jumped from aircraft at altitudes so high you could see the curvature of the Earth, flown in and out of hostile war zones, and tangled with some of the planet's most notorious villains. When spying was face-to-face, not in cyberspace, I had to discern, discriminate, formulate, and act in nanoseconds. But now as a veteran, Pat Mack has a very public persona. For years, he traveled the country giving advanced weapons training and security consulting to a wide variety of clients, including police forces. But after COVID-19 swept across the country, making travel dangerous, he stopped doing it. And like so many of us, had to adapt. I recently traveled to his house and got a behind-the-scenes look at how Pat Mack has gone from Delta Force to basic dude stuff, and how every week thousands of people are tuning in to learn the secrets to being a better human being. All right, here we are, somewhere in central North Carolina, with the one and only C-level celebrity status, Army veteran Pat McNamara. How the hell are you? Right on. Very good, sir. Thanks for having me here. Yeah, man. It's great to catch up with you, and I'm really glad we could do it uh, kind of here outside in yep. your driveway where yep. I see all of your videos being made. I feel like I'm on a film set. You got my uh, improvised gym behind me, my uh, 
You know, I built this gym during Coronacation. I dubbed it Coronacation because um, I lost a lot of work, so I'm locked at home. And uh, I realized, damn, man, I have a lot of stuff to do. I am backed up on chores. I could go through years of this and not get caught up. I mean, years <laughs> of it. But, uh, you know, I've, I've got a pretty good gym behind me. And one of the benefits is, um, man, I am super healthy right now. I've got my bicycle in there. So this cul-de-sac from the bottom to the top is a quarter mile. So I've been doing sprints on my bicycle up the hill. And then I build a, uh, you know, a workout and do my 30 minutes in the driveway. That is awesome. And we're going to get to that. Uh, so much to unpack with you uh, this hour. So we've got, uh, let's see, we'll talk about your fitness, which is mm-hmm. combat strength training. We'll talk about the book, The Sentinel. Yep. We'll talk about the video basic dude stuff, which is how I found you. Mm-hmm. But uh, once I did, uh, let's talk quickly and open it up with your bio. Mm-hmm. Um, interesting, man. Yeah. You're, you're the king of like minimalization when you mm-hmm. talked about your bio yeah. on your website. Uh, the Army's premier hostage rescue unit. Mm-hmm. Look that one up. Never actually found a hostage rescue unit right. MOS in the Army. Right. Uh, but a tier one operator veteran for sure. I looked up one thing that I read and it was one SFOD-D. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming the dash D stands for Delta. Delta. Yes, sir. Delta Force. Yep. Very cool. 13 years there. That's awesome. I know that there's never stories you guys share, but it's always worth asking. Yeah, yeah. Is there? I, I, I share stories a lot. I try not to do it like the, in this form, you know, written down or recorded. Oh. But you and I in the driveway chewing fat, hell yeah, man. I'll tell guys whatever they want to, <laughs> to know, you know. But I'm pretty careful because I, I still have good standing there. Right, you know, right, at the right. unit, and I want to maintain that uh, relationship. Okay. So, um, yeah. Sorry, friends. Uh, we'll. Uh, I'll just maybe I'll maybe I'll tweet out and hint at what we there talked about. I don't know. There you go. But uh, it'll have to wait for later. Yeah. Um, I was curious, Delta Force. Mm-hmm. You can slap me when I ask this. Right. What's it like working with Chuck Norris? Ha! <laughs> yeah. yeah. I have never, ever, ever been asked that in my life ever before until right now. <laughs> Of course, I'm kidding. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah. Uh, the book details a little bit. Uh, the book, of course, The Sentinel, mm-hmm. uh, details a little bit about some of your time in Germany. Yep. And I found that interesting. Most mm. people, of course, you know, were in the global war on terror era. Right. You know, you're kind of old school. You go yep. back. You were you were part of watching the fall of the Soviet yep. Union and the fall of the wall in mm. Germany. Yep. Yeah, I really lucked out. I had. Um, Great opportunity, and every time opportunity knocked while I was in the military, I answered. And the doors opened to opportunity that I never knew existed before. I mean, I I landed two very, very cool Cold War jobs. One of them was setting up networks for double agents in Berlin, and this is during, you know, the Cold War. This is is Soviet-era Germany. And then the other job was spying on the Soviet Army in Soviet East Germany. Both very very cool jobs, and uh, and I am I am very fortunate to have been a part of those because very few people have. Yeah, yeah. And I've actually interviewed some authors that wrote about. Um, uh, one guy wrote the book Betrayal in Berlin, mm. and uh, my brother worked for the pickle factory oh, as cool. well as my stepfather. Yep. So um, I, it's near and dear to my heart yep. those operations that are really the pinnacle of the clandestine services and uh, super cool man. Yeah. So thank Neat you stuff. for everything you did over there. Right on. Uh, let's talk about kind of the first thing I discovered about you is the book The mm. Sentinel. Yeah, and what I like is it's it's not so much about executive protection to me. Right. 
as it was about being the ultimate dad yeah. or mom. Right. Um, yes. I loved how you switched back and forth between what it is to be an executive protection detail, mm-hmm. yep. which is different than a bodyguard. Right. Cause Absolutely. Because a, a bodyguard's a what? Just a f- dumbass knuckle dragger. <laughs> A goon in a suit. Goon in a suit. <laughs> Dumbass knuckle dragger, goon in a suit. Whereas yep. executive protection, the way you kind of laid it out, sounds like Secret Service almost. There's right. a guy advanced, That's and he it. goes to the location first, and there's a lead car, and then the principal's car, yep. the person you're protecting, and then there's the tracer car, the one behind it. Mm-hmm. And the principal, once you start thinking about being a dad, yep. is your family. That's right. And what are some highlights that, that we'll learn as far as becoming a better dad? Like you said, we have to understand that we are, that those kids are 100% completely reliant upon us protecting them, uh, supporting them, supplying for them. We're also in charge of their security, making sure that they are well taken care of. So um, we take day-to-day operations. How, what we do um, you know, when we drive them to school, the condition of our vehicle, the condition it should be in. You know, making sure that it's it's always topped off with fuel, that you have first aid equipment in your car, you know, that you have stuff to keep those principles comfortable. And that could be just making sure that they're hydrated, that you have extra water in the car for them. Juice box and snacks, yeah, well, man. Yeah, juice box and snacks. And always having, being prepared at all times. I call it a toilet bowl read, and it's a short, simple uh, book, and it's basically, in a nutshell, what we can do on a micro level that the, let's say, Secret Service does or State Mm -hmm. Department does, you know, but what we could do on this micro level in comparison, which is minuscule in comparison, but still, I mean, we should be doing that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Not only did I find it interesting and kind of fun to read about the things that I do, mm-hmm. and then seeing them revealed in your book is like, right. oh, that's an actual step of yeah. a of a real agent in charge. I didn't realize I was already, uh, you know, I didn't realize I had it so dialed in. Look yep. at me, right I, I'm a, I'm a good dad. <laughs> I also found it kind of cool to think like, you know, the guys that are struggling with finding their way in life now, like mm-hmm. they're out of the service, they're vets, they're not living an up tempo lifestyle, and going to Home Depot seems kind of boring. To yeah, them. it's Monday. If you implement this kind of philosophy to your daily life, taking your kids to school is not mundane. Right. It's an up-tempo op in, yes. a, in the same way. Yes. Like, should guys think of that and find find a little zeal for life after they read your book? Yeah, you know, absolutely. I mean, just jenning up a uh, five-point contingency plan prior to them taking their kids to school. Who, what, when, where, why, for instance. And then having a PACE report. Primary, alter, uh, primary alternate contingency emergency you know having that pace report ready so you know that primary plan is driving from point a to point b alternate is traffic jam or gridlock you know uh contingency it's an easy way to get mission focus from otherwise uh, mundane day-to-day activities now stick around and we'll find out how to survive if your car goes off of a bridge into water and more advice that can save your life from a veteran of Delta Force. Welcome back to CBS Eye on Veterans. I'm your host, Navy veteran Phil Briggs. Now this hour, we're talking with one of the more interesting veterans I've ever met. Army veteran Pat McNamara is not just a special operations veteran or a former Delta Force commando. But he's now a lifestyle fitness guru with a huge audience every week on social media. 
Every Wednesday, his basic dude stuff videos entertain millions and show people the things they should know to live their best life. Unloading the gun box is definitely basic dude stuff. Appreciating nature. Fishing is basic dude stuff. Catching is a bonus. Look at that guy. Folding a fitted sheet. <laughs> Water in the grass, drinking bourbon, smoking a cigar, in a kilt. Now that is basic dude stuff. Right now, we'll jump back into our interview that took place, like his videos, in the driveway of his home in North Carolina. And we'll talk about his book, The Sentinel, where we hear how applying some basic special operations tactics to your daily life might just save it. I found this kind of cool. Adds a layer of excitement yeah. to just parking at Home Depot. Right. But the way you said you scan the parking lot. Oh, yeah, that's huge. You look, for, for what, you look at primary and secondary. Right. A, explain what primary and secondary are and how to scan a parking lot when you park your car at All a right. mall. First off, so, you know, I, 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 use, I use Walmart parking lot as an example. It could be any parking lot. I just call yeah. Walmart parking lot the epicenter for disaster planning. <laughs> Always back into a slot and think about where you're parking. You know, you don't park into it like a shitbox car because they don't care when they open their door what they're hitting. Right. So if you can, park next to a nicer car. And then if you can, park next to or underneath one of the parking lot lights. So that way, if you come out of that Walmart and it's now limited visibility, your car is illuminated. Huh. Before you get out of your vehicle, you should do a scan. And this is a five and 25 scan. So you scan five yards and then 25 yards. And it takes no time at all. Initially, you're going to have to remind yourself to do this. You know, uh, after you do it a certain amount of times, it becomes a way of life. It becomes a subconscious level driven task uh, that's engraved into your hard drive. It, it, it would surprise you how many times when you do this 5 and 25 scan that you see somebody looking back at you. Now, 99% of the time, it's benign. It's an old man whose wife went into Walmart to pick up his prescription. You know, it's a mom who sitting in her car because dad and the kids went in to pick up a toy for Jimmy, the next door neighbor's birthday party. Um... But in the event that you do, do lock eyes with some would-be scumbag, you have relinquished his ability to attack because you have taken the element of surprise from him. And humans, just like wild animals, need the element of surprise to attack. They can't get busted. When you, when you have taken element of surprise from them, you have relinquished their ability to, uh, to attack. Predators human are just like predators in the wild. That's awesome. Yep, easy. It's so simple, and it's nice to hear you say it becomes second nature because right. uh, it brings me to my next point. Um, when you go inside, say, a restaurant, yep. I always use Applebee's because right. I guess I love Applebee's. But <laughs> when you go inside the Applebee's, uh, this is where my wife, I explained to my wife that like three-step process yeah, yeah. when you back in, and yep. she's like, oh, my God. <laughs> You're really going to do that yeah. every time we go right. somewhere. And I'm like, yeah, you know what? I am because I am in charge of your safety, right. security, and, mm -hmm. li and and your life. So I said, um, I explained you were going into the restaurant, and you repeat the scan. And she goes, Jesus, it'll take you an hour to do all that. <laughs> She's like, you know, are you, you're going to miss every moment with the kids. Yeah. It and, doesn't take I, long. And I was wondering, go through kind of the – 
when you're inside the place now yeah. and you sit down, say, at a restaurant. Uh, kind of go through that because I found two parts very fascinating, and I know you'll hit them both. Go ahead. Well, I, I, I hope I hit them both. I mean, I've written this book a long time oh, ago. Okay. and my Well, the thing is, schema maneuver changes a little bit depending on the venue. But let's call it at Applebee's, for instance. Um, same thing, I'm going to back in, you know, in, into my parking spot. Now, one of the things I used to do when my kids were small, as soon as we enter, I'll ask my kids to find an emergency exit. And James was always really switched on with He's like, there it is. And I'd say, okay, if we have to exit out of that emergency exit, what direction, left or right, would we have to turn to get to our car? So now that you ha- now they're doing a little, you know, they're they're drawing a schematic of the restaurant from an o- from an overview point of view in their heads and having to kind of map that out. You know, it's so meant like mental blueprinting. And it's always interesting because kids are they're not affected by uh, overthinking, shit, you know? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um so they're able to, you know, say, "Oh, if we go out that door, we have to take a left." I'm like, "Right on." And then James would even you know, try to figure out, and it would be 13 steps or whatever. You know, you try to figure out. The, He's ready for the Secret yeah, Service. Yeah. He knows how yep. many steps to take. And then I'm also going to look for um, uh, a seat to where I have tactical advantage. In other words, tactical advantage, I want, if I can, my back against the wall. And I want to be able to see, you know, uh, not only with peripheral vision, but I want to see as much of the real estate as possible. I want to see the entry point and the flow. Who's coming in and out? I also want to kind of inspect the windows. So, for instance, if I don't have an avenue of egress, if you know, like a, an emergency avenue of egress, I am wondering, can I pick up this freaking table and throw it through that window and give myself and my kitties an avenue of egress? You know, it, it, so in other words, I'm picturing bedlam, you know, complete chaos. Right. When I sit down, because I want, you know, there's a, there's a code, Cooper's color code. Uh, it goes from white to, to red. White is zombie mode. Red is you're fighting for your life. I don't want to be an orange, you know, in that restaurant. I want to be bored. I want to be able to relax at some point. I want to be white just into yellow. So semi-aware. So when I first go in, I'm, I'm kind of in the orange. You know, I'm dark yellow. Because I'm checking everything out. I'm looking for assets and liabilities. I'm looking for people who could protect me and or people that I need to protect in the event some shit goes freaking haywire. Now, I also want to make a point that I am not paranoid. This is just a way of life for me now. It's become a way of life. Because I am this my own sentinel. And I never want to relinquish an opportunity to be Batman. To help somebody else out in a bad situation. So everywhere I'm going, I'm packing. You know, I have a flashlight on me. I know the lay of the land. I have emergency gear in my vehicle that could get some that me or somebody else out of a bad situation. The other thing I I do in that restaurant is I look for the flow, like the kitchen flow, you know, where the people are coming in and out. And uh, if I can, I always want to know if there's an exit back there, which there usually is. There's an exit you know, a kitchen exit into an alleyway or back parking lot or something like that. Yeah, that's where the dishwasher goes to smoke a cigarette. That's uh, right. The, it's that's slow. right. And that's where they, you know, every restaurant has something because they have to take trash out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, to the dumpster. 
So always consider that as a as an option for you know emergency egress, because following the flow isn't always the best recourse. You know, following the sheeple isn't always the best recourse. And this could be any. It could be a, a, an accidental fire, just boom, instantly, yep. just like that. Or it could be I mean, a nut job, or um, it could be a freaking gas leak in the restaurant. Who knows? Whatever it is. I'm not talking, you know, that I'm paranoid and I'm, I'm expecting some guys to come in guns blazing. I'm thinking just day-to-day, what-ifs, Murphy moment kind of crap, and mm. I don't want to get caught with my pants down. That's awesome. And you nailed probably all four of them, which all is right, why go. my wife was like, you're going to go through all of that. You'll never eat dinner. And I'm like, right. I'm like, this guy does it in a couple seconds. Right. I, can, I, can, yeah, yeah. I can train to get to that yep. point. Super cool. Let me see. So much to get into. Uh, we talk a little bit about driving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what are some need to know things about driving? Because you were very specific on a lot of this stuff and I loved every I loved every one of them. Well, we have to understand that our vehicle, our everyday car, our EDC, that is as the agent in charge of your own executive protection detail. That's your limo. That's your lead car. It's your follow car all combined. So number one, when you are driving and you have your principal with you, that is your that is your f- job is to drive. You're not talking on your cell phone. You're damn sure not texting. Because if you're texting and driving, you're only doing one of those things. Because we human beings, unfortunately, from I'm sorry to tell you this, we are not multitaskers. We are not capable of performing two tasks simultaneously, conscious level. Stick around because we've got even more from Delta Force veteran Pat McNamara coming at you next. Welcome back to CBS Eye on Veterans. I'm Navy veteran Phil Briggs. And this week, we're talking with Army veteran Pat McNamara, a former elite special operations soldier who's gone from Delta Force to entertaining and informing people every week with the viral videos, basic dude stuff. Fat wood. Fire. Harvesting from your own garden. Basic dude stuff. Right now, we'll return to the interview we did in his driveway in North Carolina, where we talked about the spec ops tactics you can employ in your daily life from his book, The Sentinel, including how to survive if your car dives into a river. And last one about driving. Uh, going over a bridge, my wife and I always have had this long-standing debate. Windows up or windows down? Yeah, so um, here's the thing. Going over bridge, let's say you, you, you have to plan for either or, really, you know. But in a in a perfect world, you want those windows up. In a huh. perfect world, you want windows up because your vehicle is gonna uh, it's gonna float for a long time. Uh, if windows are down <laughs> and you go over the bridge, bridge collapses, right? So you get the instant flow of water, right? Flow of water is instant. I mean, it's just it's coming in hard and that flow of water could knock you out you know could hit you right in the face um yeah i mean this is a trained (laughs) professional talking this isn't just me the bridge thing sucks because and i've done this in in a vehicle in water practiced it several times um (laughs) really yes several times now if let's say it's a flood and your windows are down and the water is slowly creeping in yeah you know and it hasn't hit window level yet well get out you know, get out now before it does, before it hits window level. 
Because the vehicle is going to float for a while, and you know water is going to creep in, and it's not going to get top heavy. Right. It's going to sit in the water, floating with wheels down. So if the windows are down, get out before it starts creeping in. As soon as it goes to window level, now you have to wait. Hmm. You have to wait for it to equalize because you're not going to be able to open the door. Oh yeah, yeah, you yeah. Because of all the pressure, door. all that yeah. pressure. So you have to wait until the, the water equalizes and actually goes up over your head before you open the door and swim out. But just something to think about and plan. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I love it, though. Yeah. I love it. And the book, the whole first half of it is full of all these little things. Like if your gas tank's at three quarters, you're almost on empty. If you don't yeah. have uh, safety and survivability stuff in the car, cones, flares, uh, how to change a tire. I mean, dude, you go into such great detail. I loved it. And again, it made the mundane feel kind of cool. Right. And I keep saying that because I know... You know, there's Warfighter brothers out there that just feel like life is just not what it used to be. It is, man. Yep. I mean, psych yourself up because this game continues and the threats are real. Yep. Uh, the threats are out there. I don't even want to bring up mass shootings, but we live in an era where there's a few a year. I mean, yep. if you have these things in the back of your mind and you implement them in your daily life, mm-hmm. you're just a little more prepared. And that's got to yep. feel good because, you know, we never know. Right. When it's our last day, brother. So yep. I appreciate that. Um, let's fast forward into um, the other things you're up to now. Because yep. you got all kinds of cool stuff going on. The book, again, The Sentinel, you can get it everywhere you buy books. Uh, but there's so much more. One of the other things is something I'm actually going to be trying to do a little more of this next year. Now that I don't have to commute anymore. Mm-hmm. And this COVID thing has given me a few more hours in a day at home. Yep. But it's strength training. Mm-hmm. You know, I grew. I went to high school. Was jock. I, you know, I played football and sports and wrestled and lacrosse and just enjoyed being active. Uh, College lifted weights. I dug it, but uh, you know, I don't have to tell you, a journalist is not the most physically demanding job. Yeah, yeah. I sit a lot, Mm -hmm. and now I'm in my fourth decade, which I'm kind of liking so far. It's the best one. Yep. (laughs) But I usually tell people too. But it it is. um, It's taxing, Mm -hmm. you know, because I'm. What's the uh, Ford chassis styles on your combat strength training thing? I'm definitely yeah. the Ford Pinto. Ford Pinto, yeah. I'm the yeah, Ford 77 Chevy Impala. No, even that guy's in better shape right. than yeah, I am. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah. uh, talk to me a little bit about- I would say you're a 77 Impala. You're probably not a Ford Pinto. Ford Pinto is like- Oh, is that really a fat guy? Yeah, you've you've gone to- Okay. Yeah, you yeah you've hit rock bottom. Okay. Yeah, if you if you're lugging around kids and stuff, you're you're definitely not a Ford Pinto. All right. Yeah. <laughs> but what do you do? Um, how do I learn from you and just share with me what you can do for our physical well-being and why it's important? Well, strong body, strong mind. So always think mental health, too, when you're thinking physical health. But as the agent in charge of your own executive protection detail, too, because I could segue from Sentinel right into combat strength training, you need to be able to protect your family. Now, here's – and people would say, well, why? Why, why should I exercise? Now, there's a lot of um, reasons. I have four main reasons why. Um, But I kind of go in this order. Number one, self-preservation longevity. Stronger, longer. Is that good? And hey, look, your wife's on. Yep. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Number two, the ability to save your own life. Number three, the ability to save somebody else's life. And number four, the ability to kick somebody's ass. So, and, 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 a, and a bonus to all that is, is cosmetics. You look better. I mean, I want my wife to look at me and go, yes, 
I, that's, <laughs> I want to snuggle up with that later, you know? And I do. Yep. <laughs> so, so that's a, that's a bonus, you know, that's all just, uh, benefit. It's, um, uh, it's not, it should, it's a byproduct. Right. It shouldn't be a main focus. You know, main focus is health, self-preservation, longevity, right. those kind of things. Yeah. How do I get it from you? Because what I liked, um, on your website, of course, there are, you know, these modules or this link to these videos and such, mm-hmm. but, uh, uh, share with me what kind of combat strength training opportunities you offer. Well, uh, I mean, I have online resources, right? So I have, uh, an ebook and an online course that people could register for. Plus, I give away a lot of free information on my Instagram, my YouTube channel. I pump it out there all the time. So I kind of supplement my combat strength training program with uh, my social media accounts um, because I'd rather have assets out there and liabilities. I want to make people better people, and it's something that I have grown good at, and I get great fulfillment from that. So my I am fulfilled knowing that I am helping make people better people. Yeah. And to get to be better, um, I'm just looking here in the driveway. Yep. Some of the coolest things I've seen. It's as simple as a sandbag right. and a pickup truck. Yep. And something I actually own a few of that I travel with and enjoy stretching in the morning mm-hmm. are the bands. Yep, the Talk bands. to me about those two activities. Yeah, so um, a couple of things that we neglect when we, when we exercise uh, – or, or neglect or that that we don't pay uh, enough attention to is that self-preservation. It's called fitness, not brokenness. Too many people get hurt when they're exercising with the intent of being healthy. Um, so I've been doing a lot of resistant band work to the point where I've developed my own. I mean, I, I, I just got sick of answering people, hey, where are you getting your bands from? So I developed my own. Uh, and then I developed a whole list of uh, workout ideas that revolve around my combat strength training program. And I have become quite a minimalist when it comes to uh, gym equipment. And I've realized that, damn, man, I don't need a lot. I really mm-hmm. don't. There's only a few things that I really need. I may never go to a gym again. Which is pretty amazing because, I mean, I'm looking at you are probably in the better, like in the best I, shape you've been in in quite a while. I, I, I mean, I'm you're. In, I'm in really good shape right now. And. I'm 55 years old, which is another thing. And I haven't lived just the easiest lifestyle. I mean, I retired from 22 years of special operations with four reconstructive surgeries and 13 broken bones. So it's not like I lived a cush life. You know, I I retired pretty jacked up. Here's here's something for you, plus 50 years. The, The bane of getting up out of bed in the morning. You know, what creaks, the stuff that creaks. And then how long does it take you to warm up before you exercise. So for me right now, I mean, getting up out of bed is easy. Nothing creaks. There's no aches and pains, unless, of course, a front that's coming in. My body is a freaking human barometer, so I could feel. Oh, all the joints and the pressure. Anytime they stick a knife in you, you know, to operate on something, especially if if they're putting screws in the bone, yeah, your body becomes a human barometer. Yep. But, uh. Yeah, so it's a good program, that combat strength training program, and it's easy to get mission focused with it because you ha- you uh, uh, each day requires you to concentrate on something different. For instance, a power day, a strength day, a speed and quickness, hypertrophy, and skills day. So Very cool. Yeah, you break the work week down into mission focused activities.
Welcome back to CBS Eye on Veterans. I'm Navy veteran Phil Briggs. And in our final segment with Army veteran and former Delta Force operator Pat McNamara, we'll hear about the viral videos he creates called Basic Dude Stuff. Fixing stuff with 100-mile-an-hour tape. Jumping over a fence is Basic Dude Stuff. How to wash your gross hat after choring? Bowling. Slip loop. Halter knot. Square knot. Basic dude stuff. Designed to help people everywhere see some simple skills that everybody should know. I learned during our interview in his house in North Carolina the story behind the videos. I'm, I'm sitting on my easy chair one night and we had three appliances go out in the span of one week's time and Rebecca was shopping for appliances. Refrigerator, oven, dishwasher. She found a set of four that included a microwave color, you know, matching stuff. And and the price point was great in the rating. And I said, yeah, go ahead and get it. And she chimes in with, yeah, and we could have our friend Anders, who's a plumber, to help install it. And I looked at her and I went, Rebecca, I'm a freaking dude, man. I can install this stuff. She goes, really? Now, there's an age difference between me and my wife, 25 years, by the way. But uh, so she's a, you know, a millennial. Um, she's a very cool millennial. Right on, right on. Oh man, very cool. <laughs> she's in some of these videos. Yes, I love it. yes. Yeah. Now she is badass. She's one of the best human beings I've ever met. But she was like, "Really, you can do this stuff?" I said, "I can do, I can do all of the of the dude things. All of them. I mean, I I could do anything, you know." And she knows as she's seen me work with tools and build stuff. I said, "I could do, I could, I can't build a house from bottom up, but I could fix a house." I can't rebuild an engine of a car, but I could fix an engine. I could work on a car. I could fix a car. I could hunt. I could kill it. I could eat it. You know, I could make fire. I can fish. I can grow things out of the earth. You know, I could do all of the dude things. And then I started looking at her and I was like, I wonder how many guys can't do dude stuff. And she goes, what do you, and she goes, what do you mean? I said, you know, basic dude stuff. And I wrote it down in my notebook. I was drinking bourbon. I went, basic dude stuff. I mean, it, it came at me that fast. Yeah, yeah. And I started drawing a list of all these things. You know, t- tying a double Windsor tie. Right. Tying knots. Knowing the difference between a Phillips head and a flat head screwdriver. I mean, really? There's people who don't know that. Um, how to gap a spark plug. How to cook a freaking omelet. You know, because guys should be able to cook a meal for their wives. Guys should know that 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 women like nice things and that they should buy them flowers and that they don't need Hallmark to tell them when. You know, so a lot of my basic dude stuff revolves around how you treat your wife, too. Yeah, you know, yeah. I treat my wife The like breakfast it. in bed, right. uh, that's yeah. one thing my wife said I could do more right. of. <laughs> yeah, bring, I bring in my wife coffee every morning in, 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 in I, and I look forward to that. Which is, once again, here's that mission focus thing. You know, mission focus. It's like, what is the first thing I want to do when I get up in the morning? I want to bring my wife coffee in bed. So, boom. It just helps you jumpstart the day. But the basic dude's thing has detonated. Not only that, but here's here's a little cool factoid about it. Kids have become my biggest fans with basic dude stuff. They are probably number one uh, viewer and fans and consumers of basic dude stuff. I get 
videos from kids from all over the planet doing basic dude stuff and they're saying it and they they love the way it sounds i think it's how it sounds coming off of their tongues basic dude stuff and i make a point by saying too that basic dude stuff knows no gender you know you don't have to be a dude to know dude stuff sure sure just how to do all and and, 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 it, and it's everything from from cooking gardening working with tools gun stuff choring 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 how to fold a freaking sheet <laughs> you know um i mean all know know how to do stuff i mean just basic dude stuff and, yeah and, I, I hate people who are not i love it when people are completely self-reliant and i can't stand it when people are reliant on somebody else to serve them it is awesome the pat mcnamara empire continues to grow with basic dude stuff the book the sentinel and um of course, the combat sports training, the combat fitness training where we can get our bodies into better shape and learn how to move and not necessarily need a gym membership to do it. Where do I find all of this stuff? Well, I am under the banner T-Max Inc. So most everything is T-Max Inc. T-M-A-C-S-I-N-C. That's my Instagram. It's my Facebook. It's my website. Um, and it'll bring you to other places like my Patreon online coaching group, which is the Keep the Blaze Alive coaching squad so it's a it's a fun thing that i started during coronation and it's helping a lot of people out uh as we wrap man something i've been asking a lot of my guests lately and 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 you've got global experience with unrest and turmoil and situations where you know they're combat and stuff's getting sideways and it's loud and scary Mm -hmm. we're in this kind of loud and scary era in america right now yep what are you hoping for for the future? What do you think we it is we Americans kind of need to learn right now? You know, if you're looking at it, it like in a vacuum, it, it looks pretty bleak right now. Things look bleak. People are, you know, protesting and, and, and it looks like everybody's trying to destroy our past, you know, our history. That's, what it, that's the appearance. And to some degree, that's true. I think a lot of it is blown out of proportion by the media because the squeaky wheel gets the oil um and you know take this for what it's worth too the media is poison the media's job is to report the narrative not the news so be careful with how much media you watch and that's social media too because if it's visceral and shrill their objective is to make you feel the same they want you to marinate in their own soup as well they, they want you to feel the same way. So I'm one of these optimists. I think that America is strong and resilient and that we will be better uh, from uh, all of this crap that's going on right now. Um, I, I'm just one of these optimists. I don't, I see, I see Americans being Americans and a lot of this kind of uh, not dying down, but I know that a lot of uh, like certain changes will be made and I think there'll be a self-realization about the butt-hurt-edness of people right now. Because I think people are realizing, are we uber-freaking-sensitive? I think we are. We're getting poopy pants about everything. Because even the same people who are getting poopy pants about statues are realizing, oh, wait a second. This is, this is pretty poopy pants. This is pretty freaking minuscule. Yeah. Yeah. So that's I'm I'm hoping that there's that self realization and it and it and it and it kind of grows and it kind of expands.
It's awesome. I expect nothing less from you, Pat McNamara. <laughs> T-Mac Inc. Yep. Pat Mac on YouTube. Uh, great to meet you, brother. Army veteran, and uh, you're putting out good stuff in the world. Uh, more people need to pick this up, and I'm glad I'm here with you, man. Yeah, thank you very much. I appreciate the opportunity, and I wish you the best, man. I, I think you're doing good things, so keep on rocking. Now you can find our full-length interview with this week's guest at ConnectingVets.com. I'm Navy veteran Phil Briggs, and I'll be back again next week with more incredible stories from incredible military vets. Eye on Veterans Weekend has been presented by University of Maryland Global Campus. Choose from 90-plus programs and specializations to accelerate your military or civilian career and find out how our dedicated military and veteran advisors can help you navigate your benefits to save you time and money. University of Maryland Global Campus. Find out how we're made for you. Visit umgc.edu. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to Ion Veterans ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today, or you can listen ad-free with Wondery Plus in Apple Podcasts. Before you go, tell us about yourself by completing a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Catch every episode of 60 Minutes, America's most-watched news magazine show, as a podcast. Hear in-depth investigations across politics, news, and entertainment on your schedule. Listen to 60 Minutes ad-free on Wondery Plus. The Hargan women seem to have it all. From the outside looking in, we were blessed. My mom was amazing. But as detectives would soon learn, there was a lot going on inside the Hargan household. Ashley and I have been calling my mom and the house and Helen. No one's answering. 63-year-old Pamela Hargan gunned down in her own home. Her youngest daughter, Helen, lay dead upstairs. Patrol, when they arrived, assumed or thought that there might have been a murder-suicide. But for the detectives on the scene... There were things about the scene itself that were concerning to us on day one. Who would want to kill their mother and their little sister? There is no boogeyman here. It is exactly who we think it is. I'm Peter Vance Sant from 48 Hours. This is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan Family Killings, early and ad-free on the 48 Hours Plus subscription on Apple Podcasts.